Welcome to Film Study, an All-American Universe podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, rate the podcast five stars, all of that good stuff. Uh, And yeah, today we're talking about Homecoming episode 209, Hard Place. No, we did not get to listen to the Her song by the same name. I'm kind of disappointed about that. Not going to lie, not going to lie, but we did get the... uh, Singing, singing best part. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I have Trent on the podcast today, aka TV underscore Fiend on on Twitter, and I'll drop that all in the description box below. I was like, oh, I hope she doesn't say TV fiend. Uh, <laughs> no, underscore. You gotta put the underscore in there. But we're excited to we're excited to talk homecoming. And yes. ready, ready for it. Here's the thing. What were your what were your thoughts on the overall on the overall episode? Um, I liked the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed a little hesitant. <laughs> Yeah, I I feel like because I am fresh off of just watching it as well, so mm-hmm. um, my emotions are still pretty new um, because mm-hmm. <laughs> my initial thoughts are always the most chaotic. They're never thought through. I feel, I feel that on they a deep spiritual level. <laughs> yes. So everything I say tonight today you're just like don't hold it against me it could change i sometimes i do do disclaimers i'm like look we're we're recording this right after an episode so be prepared that like some thoughts may change because you don't after you have a second to like sit with the episode sometimes it changes your thoughts about it right who i am now is not who i will be in two seconds okay Hopefully by the end of this uh end of this recording you'll like have a have a clearer thought of right. like what the what you thought about it. Right. So I will say I, I will say overall it was a pretty good episode. Um mm-hmm. I and if you follow me on Twitter, you know I am a huge Damon Stan. And mm-hmm. I just the way this episode ended kinda it put me in a, a bit of a ugh, mood. Like I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We had to go there. We had to do that. But you know, I did. I, I did feel for him. I think at the end, of I this, did. For sure. I I I did. And I watching the episode and um, seeing his reaction, I just know that that is going to be um, probably like stretch out into layers like his reaction mm-hmm. because his, his what I what we saw like the initial reaction to me it seemed like just shock for the most part yeah which no, is understandable so I'm assuming like in the in the coming episode we're gonna see him actually really go through the motions and I don't know if I'm ready for that yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting and when we mm. get to it because I have more thoughts on just where his character his character trajectory from this season is particularly the last couple of episodes in particular so it yeah i'm excited i'm excited to talk, talk about damon when we get there but overall i think i like the episode i think um it felt and i i don't sometimes i can't even put a put a finger on like 
what about episodes that just make me feel like a certain vibe. But this episode felt like a classic homecoming episode because it was focused on it was focused on like the aspects of college and Mm -hmm. you know I felt like things were pretty evenly split between like sort of Simone and Damon as well I mean like them having their own storylines uh Mm -hmm. and yeah there was just I don't know there's something about it I can't necessarily put my finger on but it felt yeah, a lot of the mental health. I don't. I think it. I think now that I'm like talking through it, it re- sort of reminded me of like the early, early, early episodes of the show. Yes. Uh, like the first two or so, especially yeah. when there was like a very strong focus on mental health, and I felt right, that right. Uh, in this episode, and I really appreciate it because I think that's that's some of the storylines that they do so well. They yes, is like they do. when they, they do. when they have these conversations about like what it means to be a student, what it means to mm-hmm. be a student athlete, and like mm-hmm. uh, exploring all of that 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 is. And so yeah, yeah, I always think they do a good job with those episodes. And so this was no this is no different. But getting into getting into the storylines, um, <laughs> I wanted to start with. Marcus and Thea, the most unlikely uh, the, pairing. A pairing that we've had thus far, I think, in the show. Right. Yeah. Um, Marcus is in charge of a wellness circle. And mm-hmm. as we know from last episode, Thea has sort of had the yips, right? It's like when the tennis mm-hmm. player is throwing the ball up and they can't quite get it to their mind because it's so much like hand-eye coordination and you have to be so in tune with your body to 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 play a sport like tennis and so she she had she had the yips and so she still has the yips in this episode and marcus is sort of checking on her and being like you didn't sign up for i know you Mm -hmm. were cleared but you didn't sign up for the wellness circle and she's like i don't want to go to no stupid wellness yeah she's like i think what did you say she's like i just think it's ridiculous yeah exactly and <laughs> yes the voice come through I'm gonna come be real. through the voice like, usually I'm I the am... one to do it <laughs> <laughs> I am very like I hate that I'm this way because in person I probably wouldn't be but watching it on TV it's like I was like okay Marcus leave this girl alone like that was me because <laughs> anytime <laughs> You're doing a Thea voice and you're coming for Marcus? No, we need to have you on more. <laughs> I was like, Marcus, leave her alone. Let her struggle in peace. Like, it's, it's like, it's like, I, I get it. I, I get not usually having people, you know, there to help you and doing everything on your own. I 100% understand that because I have family members like that. And it is frustrating to see people see them struggling and know that they need help and they refuse it and they still refuse it but I don't know and I think sometimes I forget these are they are playing teenagers still like Mm -hmm. you know in college so I have to remind myself like Trez give a little bit of grace give a little bit of grace but my first reaction I was like okay bye Marcus go check on the baseball team or Amara or something like I was not like, Amara. Okay. Now, hold on, hold on now. I gotta pause you. Not Amara, please. I was like, go get some pancakes, Marcus. Something get, because no, not pancake. Go back to the baseball team. <laughs> we don't want but, you at the pancake breakfast. I eat. but um, <laughs> it was it was very it's very interesting to hear the. I mean, I, I've, I, I can't, have I heard it before? Like, I know people say, 
But I don't think I've actually heard anyone say that um, in real life, quote unquote. Like, oh, sitting in a circle, just talking about your feelings. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. Like, I don't think I've actually heard someone say it like that. Like, put it like that. I've heard people Mm. say, oh, I don't think therapy is for me or counseling or whatever you want to call it. But, But like... I don't know. It's 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 interesting to hear her her um, phrase it that way, and then we have gotten a bit of her background from when her mom had come. I can't remember which episode that was. Right. It was, and yeah, a couple episodes ago. Yeah, and we find out that she she really comes from like supportive, loving parents, but. She, in a way, chose to isolate herself. She wanted to focus on tennis, and that's how she mm-hmm. built the bond with her grandmother and that. So it seems like, at least, I don't know, this is how I perceived it. It seems as though Thea more, more or less made that decision on her own to isolate herself, to just focus on tennis and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's like, it's it, it's it's hindered her from becoming a, a well-rounded person like she actually can't talk about her feelings to anyone relationships like being in a romantic relationship is hard as we've seen with Damon it's a struggle she feels like she's being too consumed into the relationship and into him but really she's probably just opening up as a person as more than what she thought she was and yeah. I'm just no I, agree. I don't know I'm, I'm having I have a hard time with Dia. She is not my favorite cat. Like, she's not mm-hmm. my fave. So, I don't know. I think, for me, I struggle with her because it's like, but you chose this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. you are the creator of, of this chaos of your own unhappiness. I mean, not, not to be so, like, you know, crude and, and cruel about it like that, but she chose this life. I don't know. Yeah. So... No, I think it, it, the um, empathy for me on my side is hard for me to like empathize. It's not. It's me. not very high right now. It's, it's really yeah. Not there. I think for me and this story, and obviously she ends up being like you know that her mind has never failed her. Right when she's listening to that other player, and that she doesn't need therapy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and then she and I, I so am apologetic because I did not catch the name of the tennis player that that Marcus ended up inviting her oh, to I talk didn't to either. I just know um, she was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, she was gorgeous. She was gorgeous. And I was like, I know this person is very important in, in, in tennis, but I'm sorry, I missed your name. Yeah. Um, also, this is a side note. I'm like, where's Marcus getting all these friends? <laughs> he's first, oh, bro, he's no, getting listen, Reggie Bush. Listen, and I'm like, please when stop. He said, <laughs> when, when she said, oh, um, my coach is Coach Marcus's friend. I'm like, like, yeah, literally, I was like, sitting in my bed watching. I was like, who doesn't Marcus know? You were exactly. in the minor leagues for like two seconds. <laughs> Thank you. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> How do you make all these connections? Like, Stop what, what trying to make net- fetch happen. Stop <laughs> trying to make net- fetch happen. <laughs> what was your networking formula? Like, did you? Did so, you honestly, though. But honestly, what we said at the beginning of this is like Marcus just does not take no for an answer. So he's he's moved through life yeah. that way. So he's met all these people. That's what I'm going to tell myself to make myself feel better. <laughs> is that like Marcus is he's just a pro because people just confide in him, obviously. And he like doesn't they doesn't 
like for better or for worse, like leave them alone. Like he's going to talk to you. Uh, so that's how he knows all these people. But back on Thea, I think, um, and to 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 sort of wrap up her storyline a little bit, is that she, I think, she reminds me of like stereotypical um, homeschool kids. Uh, and I was homeschooled for a little bit, so I'm like, I don't, I don't like knock the whole like they're, you know, socially inept or whatever. But I think there's okay. something to be said about like leading a sheltered life. And again, for better or for worse, she did choose that life. But you know, she let she led a very sheltered life. And I think whether you're a homeschooler or you're a dedicated athlete, I think this happens to like kids in the industry a lot, right? Because they're so singularly focused on one thing in their life they don't have these sort of like normal experiences that that you know kids who just go to t- traditional uh school school go through and so they're a little bit sort of behind the curve and so when they get to when they get to college they're sort of like exploring and finding themselves for the first time i feel like college right. is about finding yourself but i yeah, feel like 100%. that's a whole other level a whole another level when you have kids who are sheltered uh they used to like uh, i worked in res life for a little bit that's one of the things they would like hammer into us is that there's a lot of kids that are coming and they come from sheltered lives and so you gotta watch out for those kids because you know, it's, this is the first time they're really on their own. And so I feel like that's Thea. Uh, But the other thing that I found was interesting, and I'm glad that she eventually overcame it was that, you know, and shout out to mindfulness, because mindfulness works. Mindfulness works. It's a really, really great practice. Um, I was very surprised that, and I think maybe this has to do with it being her first injury ever, but I was very surprised that she uh, had this to your point that her character not that like the words that she was saying was weird but that her character was so closed off to this to this wellness circle and so closed off to admitting that she had a stop in her mind because Mm -hmm. she helped Simone when Simone was having a panic attack and so Mm -hmm. I think that was just that was a disconnect for me where I was just like is it because she's never actually gone through an injury so now she is sort of not taking her own advice um, and so maybe it was just that she's never had to deal with this particular challenge before, so she didn't know how to deal with it, but it was interesting just for me, because we had that episode last season where she was, you know, the zone equals love, right? I feel like right, that was one right, of the yeah, best yeah, 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 moments yeah. together, and so right. for her to have to come back around to this idea of mindfulness and the, this idea of, like, centering herself, I felt like mm-hmm. it was very uh very an interesting route to take and i i hope that they expand on that more i I will say i do feel as though thea has a hard time grasping her emotions Mm -hmm. like i feel like i feel like emotions are complex as well as they aren't like i feel like Mm -hmm. there are in some instances i feel i don't know if i'm making sense but i feel like I think yeah, she, I think she's just like, she's she, trying to expand her emotional vocabulary, and she can't yes. always do that. And I feel like sometimes it's hard for her, which yeah, is why she, she yeah, like like why she had this like block, right? Yeah, and why she no, just, she agree. just she couldn't push through. And I, I think I think that that was also what was happening. Like like a, like a why can't I like okay 
shoulder my shoulders healed, took enough cortisone shots or whatever, like healed up or whatever, boom, boom, boom. So like why can't I get through this? Like Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. Um no, you're right. And I think it's again, it'll be interesting because I do feel like she has a sheltered, she's lived a sheltered life and so to get her, I, I think we should get her mom back. I mean, to be like that would be interesting. And I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see where her story goes from here. But quickly, um, wanted to shift to <laughs> Cam very quickly before we hop into to Dame and the baseball team and Simone. Um, number one, number one, the singing. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> like. Please stop making okay, Mitchell we have sing. I feel like Mitchell at this point is tired of singing. The thing is, Mitchell has a beautiful voice. It he great does. Voice. Like I'm not saying that he can't sing. It's just, it's just too much. It's a random moment, and and it's like full like verses, the full like song. What, we yes. don't need verse full chorus verses. bridge. Like <laughs> it's the full song, and I'm like. Cam, please, please, <laughs> please stop. But and it's always in the ran- the most random places. Random in places. like the cafe cafeteria exactly. area thing, and now in like the lounge yeah. area by the. It's just yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. So I feel like yeah. maybe it's a running joke to the to the. Maybe it point. might be, but, but for us, it's not a joke. We're tired. For us, we're tired. Imagine how tired we are. Imagine exactly. how tired we are of it. Um, no, but he was singing because they're they're rushing and um, you know do running errands as they so often said. Right, new job. The, the, all of the things that they said because they couldn't say they were rushing. But um, it was interesting because I thought like in terms of this particular rushing story i was like calling him aneurysm boys a little bit much but i feel like yeah that was i was like i need crenshaw cam to pull up because yeah he was just taking it It was really weird that was a bit that was harsh to me it was harsh but i also appreciated the conversation and dialogue it created because i think they gave gabby some really great lines about and i i sort of want to I I want to like get this as close to verbatim as as I can but after he talks to her about it she's talking to um she's she's talking to JR, JR yeah. and she's like I'm just I'm questioning your personal ideology yeah. yeah and she tells him like is your is your approach to being line leader Right. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be is this going to be a positive experience? Are you going to focus on positivity, your ideology, or is it going to be negativity? And right. that people, yeah. you know, just because you had to go through a certain way, mm-hmm. you rushed in a certain way doesn't mean that that yes. has to be the experience. You don't have to break these men down to build them back up. And I feel like that was a really great that was beautiful. You know, I loved it. It was. Loved it, was it was I beautiful. It was beautiful. And and then Jr. coming back and getting the groceries for the for the gentleman and 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 taking him out to dinner and showing that it's really about community service. I think 
it because some of the things is like in tv they always do these outlandish things to show greek life and i think particularly with hbcus it's such a uh right i was gonna make a joke when it was just like when simone was saying the exquisite eight because i was just like the divine not i mean the exquisite eight (laughs) i mean i mean the exquisite eight (laughs) because there's so there's it's so deeply deeply personal and it's so deeply deeply cultural and i don't have that experience having not attended an hbcu uh but i i appreciated just you know the aspect of showing this balance that it is about it is about community and that you can um you can be it can be a good experience but i do know that there there is some people who were genuinely like this is not how this is not (laughs) yeah i saw those this is not greek i saw those yeah yeah Yeah. i don't know much about about it myself um Mm -hmm. well greek life life um i have cousins that have pledged but i personally I went to university in the UK, so I don't know that life, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I would like to, hopefully they didn't like, but um, yeah, I saw the tweets. There, some people loved it, and then some people, yeah, they weren't for it. Um, they were not with fans. Cam, I liked Cam's storyline this episode. I, yeah, I me really too. did. Um, I, the, I, I, you know, I loved, I loved the conversation between him and Gabby. Like, I love that she caught on to what he was talking about. Like, when he was, oh, what did he say? He said, um, oh, I have this new job. And, yeah. um, uh, you know, I'm trying to form relationships or bonds with my uh, co-workers. And, like, she caught on, like, right away. And I, I loved the um, the advice she gave. She gave. She was the MVP, one of the MVPs this episode. She was. Like between Cam and Jr., she she really set the tone. I think for that change, um, within Jr. and within the the frat itself to be made. Like the whole, you know, you don't have to break them down. You know, I, I thought, I thought, I thought she played a really pivotal role. I love her and Cam's. I I do love that we're still keeping up with her and Cam's like friendship. Same. Same. I do appreciate that. Like, it's not something that is like, oh, she's JR's girlfriend now. So her and Cam- no, like, they're still very much. And they're still alluding to the fact that he's still in the little, the Glee Club, whatever that their sing group, group song, sing group is. Um, yeah, I never but... remember the name. I, and they say <laughs> the it all the time. And I'm like, the ATL. Yeah, hey, the thank you. <laughs> the ATL. I'm a, I'm yeah. a, hopefully, I'm a, I'm a remember that. I can't keep it. I said, hopefully, hopefully, I will remember. <laughs> but, but I do love, I loved Cam's um, um, storyline this episode. I don't know if they're uh, carrying, are they carrying this, this, the Greek aspect of this into next episode? I'm not completely sure. I don't think so. Yeah, so I'm not sure. Yeah, but um, I was I'm sure it'll for, pop back up. I was here for, I was here for um for Cam this episode. I must say, and I, I do, I do love, like you said, you spoke about earlier the community aspect of it, because I know for a fact, like my cousin, she pledged Delta when she mm-hmm. um, went to, uh, I think it's Xavier, is it Xavier University? I think I can't remember, but um. They did a lot of yeah. community outreach. I mean, like, a lot, a lot of community outreach, a lot of volunteer service work, 
they they hammered that home. So I thought it was really nice to see on that side of things. And then it, it shows that Greek life is more than just, you know, I think especially people that want to go to an HB or are just interested in the aesthetic of Greek life. Like they see, you know, the stepping and like, the you know, you know, like, you know, the, the, the glamour, I guess. And then they see the sisterhood and the brotherhood and they're like, oh, I want that. But it's more than just about that. Like it's about yeah. community. It's about outreach. It's about supporting each other's um, in the community. And like going back to like my cousin, she like they're very. She's very close with her line sisters. Like that's naturally like a sisterhood. Like they take that very seriously. So I think I appreciated it. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, I did. Same here. I did. Same here. I think, um, you know, I sort of want to go to, uh, I want to go to Simone, but I'm going to leave Simone for the end. Um, but obviously JR had a, had, I think was juggling multiple things in this episode because in addition to, in addition to stuff with KEK, the baseball team had some good news, right? I think they were number 24 in terms of the top yeah, 25, the top 25 uh, yes. baseball teams in the NCAA, which is a lot. Like, that's that's kind of... I thought they were going to be, like, the top 25 10? in the region. In the region. Oh. <laughs> like, oh. They were just like, no, nah, it's the whole NCAA. Like, yeah, okay. they, they was wow. like, yeah, we got to get Brinkston on because they've been sucking lately. We got to make them... Look they were little. like, we got to make them good. I, right. I was just like, well, now it, I was just like, now it makes sense why Damon was going to be the number one overall pick if he can, if he yeah. can take Lil Brixton and bring yep. them up to number twenty four. Yep. That's yep. kind of crazy. Yep. Uh, but yeah, they've been on a win streak, and so they get uh, new sponsors, and obviously we were just mentioning rushing, and so basically, just there was a lot going on for the baseball team in terms of their success, and it sort of distracted them from the game. Santiago, which you know, I feel like Santiago is always causing this mess. I feel like Santiago is always in something. He's always complaining. He's always whining. My thing is, I'm like, Santiago literally, like, was, he kept on talking about those Happy Meals, whatever the hell they were, um, <laughs> all episode. Mm-hmm. And, like, now you up to bat and you can't bat to save your life. Like, save me right. the tears. David out here trying to tell y'all like, okay, yeah, cool, cool, cool. We won, we won a little game or whatever, but we still played sloppy. Like that was yeah. luck. Like we're not, we're not training as hard as we're supposed to. We come into practice late. Like y'all are not serious. And yeah. people on the yeah, team no, were booing think- him. They were booing him. They were like, David, you have really? to tight. I'm like. I mean, I think I, I feel like that's any sort of athlete, and I know they were right. trying to make a point specifically about his dad, which you know, obviously his dad. He told his dad, which is something that he and his dad had talked about growing up about the the top twenty five, and his dad, you know, was just like he has Alzheimer's, so he was just like, oh yeah, it's great, you know. But right. in high school, right? He thought he was in high school. He thought it was a freshman in high school, which was very sad, and so obviously he was affected by that. But when Damon was coming to, and I'm I'm gonna do a like line of demarcation here, specifically when Damon was talking about um, 
they shouldn't be happy about that when mm-hmm. I was just like that is just normal behavior for an athlete like yeah we barely we barely beat those guys we like barely, we should have like, ran them over right and right. so I think he had he was justified in that I mm-hmm. think when you actually started to see the impact of his dad truly was the second the second game when he was about to get into a fight with mm-hmm. Santiago. And that's when I, I was like, all right, David, come on, come yeah. on. Because, yeah, because <laughs> he was actually about to get physical. So He was actually know, about okay, to get physical. Yeah, like there, there was more anger there and it was coming from yeah. somewhere else other than just yes. them being and so, like sloppy plays and then, uh, yeah. And good old Superman Marcus came through. <laughs> Marcus, 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 Marcus. Turner you know, took Marcus. off the Clark, Clark Kent glasses and he was just like, let me. <laughs> what are you saying? He's like, go to the shows. <laughs> He's always Literally. screaming. He is always, always screaming. screaming. You know what killed but me? But I do, and I think he, he works, I think. First of all, I, I did appreciate how he helped Thea, and I appreciate how he helps all the kids. I uh, but I do I think he there is something special for him when he is talking to Damon and connecting with the other players of the baseball team because that is his that's his lane. And so I think that that scene that he had with Damon was special, where he's just like, "Well, no, I wanted you to tell me about it. Like Jr. didn't tell me about." It your dad because I want you to tell me about your dad and that is some of the most authentic stuff and that personally I I, I rag on Marcus a lot just because you know I need somebody to rag on sometimes but uh that I think is his bread and butter of this show is like being there as a as a true coach and as a true guide for the guys of the baseball team he plays a beautiful father figure yeah like I Corey is doing the damn thing. Sorry, I'm not sure if I can say that. But he <laughs> is really doing he it is. with that role. Like, um, and I think he actually he also takes pride in playing that role, and you can tell that he does. Um, I do really like the bond he has with Damon. Like I feel like it's it's so special. Like it was it's so special to me that I remember in the beginning of the show, I thought that Marcus, when they were trying to figure out who Damon's like parents were, um mm-hmm. you thought I thought Marcus, Marcus <laughs> I thought Marcus was his father, but then I was like, nah, that's too that's too obvious. But um I did because as the episode went on and I realized um, no one really had asked Damon like what was wrong with him, like what mm-hmm. was going on. Um, yeah. We we knew that JR knew about his father, but like, I don't think we saw, we didn't get to see um, Damon and JR actually have a conversation about, about it until like after the fact, like after the game. Yeah. So I, I thought I really did appreciate Marcus um going to him one-on-one and really um sitting down with him and asking him you know what is going on yeah it's one of my favorite conversations of the episode yes i agree Um, even if he doesn't remember like those memories and those moments you will david's storyline kind of hits me really hard because um to get a little personal i my grandmother has alzheimer's so 
I 100% understand exactly where he's coming from and the 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 pain of not being able to relive certain moments or memories or even talk about the things that you used to talk about or experience with this person because they can't remember them anymore. And there are a few moments in between the foggy mind where they have moments of clarity and it's like, oh, you are so-and-so or I remember this happening and you have to catch them because they're so fleeting. So like that line that Marcus gave to Damon about holding on to the memories that you do have um, and those moments, because although he doesn't remember them, you do and you could, you, you hold them close to your heart. I thought that was perfect. I kind of took that as well because I have moments in my life, like as I'm growing and I'm going through certain things and I realize I'm like, okay, if my grandmother was able to be here in her full mind, she'd be my mm-hmm. biggest cheerleader right now, you know? Sorry, I did not mean to get this personal. Oh, yeah, I'm like over here in tears. <laughs> but I relate. I relate. I relate. I relate. Yeah. And whoever wrote snaps. No, I have to, I have they, to did agree. they did that. My, they did that. And, you know, I don't have... um. I don't have a family member that like struggled with Alzheimer's, but hearing you talk about my your grandmother just made me think of my grandmother who 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 um who passed away. And I to your point, I think they did a really good job just in general, like talking about about loss, and it just it that ending like gutted me i was just like yeah he's packing like he's packing and he's to he, go like, see him and he was so excited know, too to so go excited <sighs> and seeing just his 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 growth i think as a person in terms of his dad um because you know he in season one he was this guy that was so so frustrated with his dad and frustrated yeah. that his dad didn't remember so to see him come to this point where he was just like no i need to i need to go and spend time with my father yeah and and th- like it, it it it's like one of the things about tv that i think sucks is that like writers really sit in a room and they're just like how can we make it worse for this character um and <laughs> No, it was literally like just at the moment where you're just no, completely I, I, I get happy, it, yeah. happy yeah. for him. Yes, and that's just like, and that's what. I was, yeah, yeah I was that just was. Like, Look, I, I know we got to make it worse, but like Damon going through a breakup, like going through the challenges that he went through in the last episode with questioning himself, and now you know he he's finally getting to a place where he. Is like appreciating the time. That he has and the with thing his is, what's sad about it is, um, to your point when you were saying that how he was so frustrated because it's his mm-hmm. dad made these mistakes in season one. Like his dad made these mistakes, and he can't, he he can't own up to them. He can't take accountability for them because he can't remember. I feel like in this episode, Damon made peace with the fact that his father he would did. never remember. And he I did. feel like that 
when it comes to Alzheimer's, that is a huge, that takes so much like acceptance because I just accepted that my, my grandmother wouldn't remember things this year. And like, it's, it's literally like you have to tell yourself they like, it's not their fault. You have like their mind is just not there. It's a, the mind is sick. It's that simple. And they have no control over it at all. And I feel like this episode, Damon was at peace with it so much so that he was just so like happy to just go and enjoy time with his dad. And then the thing is, when the door, like when it was a knock on the door, I thought it was Thea. And I said, the devil is a liar. We are not doing this. I cannot do this. You be going through a range of emotions. You all, yeah, I'm literally like, I'm, my eyes are tearing up right now. Then you make a joke about, you know, what is this? I was like, I'm not doing this. And then when I saw Marcus, when I saw yeah. Marcus, I literally stood up and I was like, no. I said, I literally said no because I knew, I knew, I knew when he walked through that door, I said, y'all are not going to do this to him. Y'all are not. packing that bag, I was just like, don't do it. Don't do it. (sighs) But I know you're going to because I know, I know how writers rooms work. But I was just like, please don't do it. And it, 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 the funny thing about the, I mean, not the funny thing, but the thing about the scene is that it felt so, it felt so long. Like, it was just like, it took everything for Marcus to finally come out and say it he was just like I was looking for you after the it was just like Mark yeah. like just say like rip the band-aid off Marcus because you're literally just like I don't know just it it, it was a it was a great scene it was yeah, a great scene it was a beautiful scene both scenes scene. the one yeah. in the cafeteria and then the one at the end it was just Agreed. we went from happy <laughs> homecoming writers i'm just the emotions okay i can't i can't do this every monday yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot yeah we'll we'll talk about that more when we get to what's coming up next but on the on the a lot obviously we've mentioned how wild rushing was i'm not gonna lie obviously that it was this you know nate is preparing for the presidency uh mm-hmm. she is getting all of her ducks in a row <laughs> yeah. yes. uh and, and campaigning hard what did what did simone call her uh politician barbie politician uh, which barbie, was really yeah. cute yeah which was crude <laughs> and she was trying to simone said that she would help her like post all of the posters around campus but obviously yeah. pkz presented some challenges with that mm-hmm. i thought that the nate storyline which sorry side note again i set this sort of as an observation but it's really ending up being true is that they keep alternating nate and uh, And keisha episodes Mm -hmm. and i'm very interested to know why that is but uh, aside from that um you know i i thought that most of the storyline was going to be focused on Simone and Nate and I actually like I love that they came back together but I feel like they're coming back together for being like a legitimate storyline between the two of them 
mm-hmm. it felt too soon because they were it was hardly a storyline i was just like yeah. i need yeah. more i need yeah. more i need the tension to drag out just a little bit at least because i felt yeah. like the true tension was between simone and her line sisters where she was just mm-hmm. like you don't you don't trust us and i thought that you know you know we we stuck up for you uh mm-hmm. obviously uh with the with the one line sister who we know from the other episode i don't remember her name yeah i can't remember her name yeah but you know and then simone sort of with the help of lando which we'll get to lando in a second but with the help of lando realizing that because of her experience with the tennis team that she really didn't trust her line sisters and i felt like that was the that was the storyline of the uh of for simone and with like this nate campaigning thing right. and maybe her losing herself that was like a back that was that was almost like a yeah it was almost like a c storyline in this episode mm-hmm. and i was kind of shocked about that yeah i um i don't know i can't i can never see i'm not sure if i can ever really see nate and simone tension last for more than one episode Oh, for sure, for sure. Because I just Nate it would last is... a little bit longer. In yeah, I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. Nate, Nate is very under. She doesn't hold. Yeah, she doesn't. She hold doesn't grudges. hold. A... She's yeah, so no. Except for with Nico, I feel like. Oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah. I feel like not even with Nico, and I think that was her whole storyline is that she gave him a second chance, and then mm-hmm. had to sort of find out that you can't give everybody second chances. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I can see that. Yes, yeah. So I did. Yeah, Nate. Ugh, I just, I just want to know more about her and <laughs> always explore more of her storyline. Right, more um, Nate, Nathaniel Harden. But yes, more. Nathaniel. Yeah, I can't, I can't see Nate and and Simone being at odds for too long. Like oh, Nate is far too understanding. So it wasn't a shock to me that they was like resolved. <laughs> That their their a uh, little conflict by the end of the episode, before the end of the episode, really, like you know. So I feel like if 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 within the group, I feel like the tension would definitely be like last a really long time between Keisha and Simone. You are the second person to say, and I agree, sure. by the way. But For it's sure. so funny that we've had that in in sort of consecutive weeks but i i 1000 percent agree i'm yeah. just um it's really interesting that they chose and i guess i'm thinking more from a a plot perspective rather than a character perspective is mm-hmm. that it was re- a really interesting choice by the writers to highlight this uh this thing with her line sisters because yeah. um I, I just thought it was really interesting and in having her sort of apologize uh, at the end for like not trusting them. I was just like, this is just yeah. an interesting <laughs> choice. Yeah, in all honesty, right? I didn't even yeah. think about it. I didn't think about the whole, like when she had mentioned the, the PTSD with the um, right. tennis team. I, when Lando not... said uh, other girls, I was like, what are they talking I, about? No, seriously. No, seriously. I'm when not even going to hold that, you. I was like, is he, is he talking about like all American? Like he's talking about LA? No, I was really no. confused. I was like, is he talking me, about Layla? What? Not Layla. A part of me I was, was like, really confused. A part of me was like, is he talking about like her old life? 
because I That's was genuinely I legitimately thought he was talking about but LA then, <laughs> but then when he said but then when she said oh yeah PTSD with the tennis team I was like I was like wow, oh I didn't think yeah, about, I that. about that yeah I was like I forgot about like, that I I really I didn't I didn't think I didn't think about that I really didn't honestly. I also feel like it was because at this point in time that at least to me, I feel like that had already resolved itself. And we literally had just, um, even though it went on for a really long time, and I'm not saying it didn't, but because we literally just had this thing with with Tootie in the previous episode where Tootie was like, oh yeah, I would never do that to you. So it was like a recency bias, I think, for myself mm, to be like, oh definitely. yeah, things are things are fine. And like, things I think the other now. girls, right. yeah, the other girls had like warmed up to her and it was like, and then she had this whole thing with Tootie because Tootie was the main one who was sort of driving this. And now she and Tootie are okay, obviously, like her and Thea figured it out. So I was just, it just wasn't top of mind this, this, uh, this payoff, right, for this storyline that they did with the girls in tennis which is why she ended up right this is why she ended up joining pkz in the first place so it ended up being good it was just like that connection i think that connecting piece was lost at least to you and i and maybe some of the other audience as well right yeah exactly yeah because because like you said um that was her point right for for Mm -hmm. wanting to to join pkz to to have this sisterhood and this community that she couldn't get from the tennis team so so when he said that line i was like what are we talking about well (laughs) at least lando was paying attention because he's because i I was like okay not you making sense and i was just last last episode i was just like i i definitely think he's still more down bad for her than she is for him but i was just i think last week i was still in a place where I was just like I don't know if she's really feeling him all that much but I think that episode changed I think she's really feeling him and I'm like okay so I think she's getting there y'all y'all dancing around this little official status so when we go when we Mm. gonna make this thing this thing official and also when is Damon going when is Damon uh listen I I I am about to throw in the Damone towel because I don't really? know what's going on. No, yeah, like I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused. Season two, season two for main. I mean, well, again, I still think that they're gonna come back around. Let me just say that. Let me just say that. I've so heard always two, they're always in the trenches. I've heard season two be they be bad. Like I heard season yeah. two be awful but i'm yeah. sorry i can't take that you're <laughs> so just like this I'm slow bird like... thing is not for me yeah i do think it's interesting and you know we saw i think a conversation that she would typically have with damon um mm-hmm. you know when lando was saying all that he was saying about her her line sisters um that's a conversation that she would typically have with Damon and so that's the I feel like that's the switch that was flipped for me at least to say like oh she's really like she's really into this into this man because the last episode she wasn't even trying to tell him about the right right exactly 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 and so now she's just like feeling comfortable confiding in him he's leaving her presence by her door I'm just like okay well Simone if you like this man then you better (laughs) Uh, she surely likes it. And him. he's a good looking man. He doing all this for you? Girl, you better stop tripping and y'all better make this official. 
Oh Lord. Next week is oh, we'll talk next about week. Don't see. Well let's talk about let's talk about next week. I'm kinda excited. Um which I I, again I think this was a great great episode so shout out it was a great episode it's just the end the end yeah, it was, was like a gut punch for me it was and i was just like okay what am i supposed to do <laughs> yeah what, yeah. what am i supposed yeah. to do with that information like yeah yeah so shout out allison and uh christopher for for writing a great episode um yeah, shout out to them. so next week's episode 210 Thanks for listening to Film Study and All-American Universe podcast and stay tuned for our homecoming episode 210, 210 prediction.